Hello and welcome to the Gloucester Vineyard Church weekly podcast. We're creating a community that brings hope and joy to Gloucestershire and we're thrilled that you've downloaded this message. We hope this message meets you where you're at and provokes some thoughts to help you grow in your current situation. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's message. Um, so yes, Ryan and I are going to be having a chat this morning. Like, like I say, we are recording, so and this will be going out on our podcast. So anything you say can and may be used against you as evidence in a court of law. Um, so just if you want to say anything, just be aware that it's going to go on the podcast. So just you have been forewarned. Um, but yes, last week, Emily started us off a little mini series that we're doing called Doing the Stuff, which is talking about miracles, talking about the amazing things that Jesus did when he was live. Um, And part of what it means to follow Jesus is to learn how to do those things as well. And I think she did a really wonderful job. She talked about Jesus' perspective on the world um, and how Jesus' perspective was that all of the stuff that we experience every day is kind of like a subnormal of of heaven's reality and how heaven sees things. Um, And how one thing we could do is look to step into um, that kind of perspective as Jesus did. And if you missed that, I really recommend you download the podcast because it was really, really good. Um, So last week we talked about the theory and for the next two weeks we're going to be talking about the practice. We're going to be doing some practical stuff. I'm going to do two workshops. Uh, Next week we're going to be doing one on healing and this week we are talking talking about hearing from God. So we're really excited about these things. Uh, We're going to be telling lots of stories about when we've seen these things happen, but we're also going to be having a go. Um, So this morning is going to be highly interactive and practical. I just want to make sure, make one thing really, really clear from the offset, because I know that there'll be some people in the room who are currently like, no, this is my worst nightmare. Don't worry. You will not be asked to do anything you don't want to do. If you want to just watch this morning and just see what happens, and that is totally legit. Um, No one's going to ask you to do anything out of your comfort zone. Just kind of just say no, thank you or whatever. It's totally legit to just watch and and see what happens. Um, But yeah, Ryan, do you want to say hello and introduce yourself just in case people haven't met you yet? Absolutely. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Hello. Hello from the happy Heinem Hogarty household. Um, uh, my name's Ryan, Ryan Hogarty, and um, I am married to the beautiful Lauren Hogarty, um, who's also somewhere down there or there or there or in the next page. And I've got three little kids, Ben, Lilia, and Sophie. And um, we've been in the UK for one year next month can you believe it year of earthery (laughs) thank you uh and we've um we've yeah we've moved from south africa almost a year ago um and are loving life in gloucester gloucestershire and in uh, gloucester vineyard church and just a word from our family to our new family here is just thank you so much for your love your warmth we have felt just completely at home from day one and joining GBC and um yeah I, I've now brought the some of my extended family Craig and Bridgie <laughs> and, and the rest of the clan and um yeah we just we're so happy uh, and at home here with you guys so thank you from our hearts to your homes just thank you so much Marvellous. Well, we've really enjoyed welcoming you. You guys are a barrel of laughs. Uh, but one, So uh, Ryan and Lauren joined our home group 
last year when they came along. And and one thing that we noticed about them from week one was that they were just super keen straight away to jump in with lots of words from God, lots of prophetic words. They were just really, really keen to catch things from God. And it brought our home group to life. And we were like, oh, this is wonderful. And, and all of us were like, oh, yes, I remember. We can all do this. And so we all just kind of, it just added a wonderful element to our home group. And so um, it just seemed like, like they were just really keen to do it. And we thought, oh, this is just such a wonderful reminder of, of kind of something that we'd kind of neglected a little bit. Um, and so we wanted to talk this morning a little bit about um, what we in Christian circles called hear, hearing from God or prophecy or the prophetic. You might have heard people talking about that, but basically that basically just means hearing things from God. And it's something which Jesus did all the time, all throughout the time he was on earth. But also in the first part of the Bible, the Old Testament, there's loads and loads of people who hear from God and who are called prophets. Um, and their job was basically, basically to communicate what God was saying to the people. Um, and back before Jesus' time, there was like one guy or a couple of guys who would stand up and do it. But there was a wonderful moment when one of these prophets said, well, actually, that thing that we do right now, one day everybody's going to be able to do it. doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl or if you're rich or poor, whoever you are, you'll be able to hear God and speak it out, which is really exciting. Um, and Emily touched on this last week, um, that we can all do these things because we're full of the Holy Spirit. And our mate, super church planter Paul, who wrote loads of the letters in the second half of the Bible, he wrote to a church... Um, called the Corinthians and he was talking specifically about being filled with the Holy Spirit and how when you're filled up with the Holy Spirit stuff starts to spill out and you can do these amazing things and so he kind of made this list and he said it here he says there are different kinds of spiritual gifts but the same spirit is the source of them all there are different kinds of service but we all serve the same Lord God works in different ways but it's the same God who does the works in all of us a spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other to one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another person, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives great faith to another and someone else. The spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. And still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, whilst another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is all one spirit who distributes all these gifts know what uh, he alone decides which gift each person should have and so if you want to read the rest of that for yourself you can find it in 1 corinthians chapter 12 um and it's just i just think that's wonderful because there's such a long list of different ways that the spirit fills us and we and gives us gifts that we can give out to other people but what we want to do first off before we have any conversation because today we're talking about hearing from god and giving that message to somebody else we're going to pop into our breakout rooms quickly for just a couple of minutes and we're going to be asking kind of where are you at with this idea of being able to hear a message from god and give it to somebody else maybe you'd say like i'm a zero i don't believe this i think this is total nonsense that's absolutely fine. Maybe you're like a one. You're like, not sure. I'm kind of, I'm willing to see if there's anything to this, but meh, I'm highly sceptical. Maybe you're number two. You think God can speak, but you've got some questions about what that looks like practically. Maybe you've heard some rumours, but you're like, meh, I've still got some pretty fundamental questions. Or maybe you're like a number three, which is I'm completely convinced. I've got stories. I'm ready to go. And as I said earlier, all of these is all of these are completely fine. Wherever you're at, that's completely fine. Uh, but we just wanted to kind of have a conversation really honestly early on to be like, 
I think this is all complete bobbins, or I think this is really cool and I'm, uh, I'm well in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop you into your breakout rooms quickly now. Um, if you are a member of Gloucester Vineyard Church and you lead a home group or you have been here for a while or you are a kind of extroverted person, consider yourself leading the, the, uh, the breakout rooms. Don't let the leadership vacuum wreck everything. Um, so we're going to pop you in this group for two or three minutes. Make sure everyone gets a chance to speak up. And let's talk about kind of where we're at with this idea of hearing from God. We will be back in three minutes. On your marks, get set, go! Uh, okay, so let's just have a really quick show of hands. Like, do me a do me a zero if you were a zero, a one, a two, or a three. So show me your fingers. Where are you guys all at with all of that? We've got some threes in there. We've got some twos in there. We've got some twos and threes and threes and two. Oh, okay, very interesting. Very good. Okay, fun and games. Um, wonderful. So, Ryan, why don't you, like, tell us, from your experience, like, when you hear from God, like, what does it normally look like for you? Thanks, Daniel. I, I'm just um, glad that I didn't put up a zero. That would have been well, embarrassing. Been so embarrassing. I mean, I think, um, you know, sort of my my, his, my history as we came out of a church that was kind of used to this uh, whole thing about prophecy and hearing from God. And so, if, you know, as a young Christian, you kind of get, you know, taught this is how it looks and works. But yeah. I must just say it's different for everybody. And like God is as, you know, as unique as you are to everyone else in this room. And God, speak, God will speak to you as uniquely. So for me, um, my experience is maybe not as unique. Um, I, when, I, when I feel God talking to me, it will be... Um, you know, if I have like a thought that I wasn't thinking about before, a picture of something that comes across my mind, um, I pay attention to that. Um, I suppose in other ways, just to like, it's just to, it's just to have a sense of, of where, um, like your heart or your emotions and, and sort of what's happening there. I often find like, if God is wanting to do something or speak to somebody, like I'll, I'll get a sense in my heart, either of peace or of you know, just this overwhelming sense of like love for something or for someone, um, um, you know, that kind of comes out of left field. And I suppose that's kind of the, the thing that you're looking for. It's, 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 you know, that God wants to get your attention on uh, about someone or something. And it kind of just, it comes across your new, your, your normal, um, you know, sort of daily thoughts and, 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 you know, what you're doing and what you're thinking. Yeah. So I think that's for me, uh, Daniel, like just, a thought that comes across your mind or like an emotion, um, sometimes a scripture as well. Um, you know, just that will, that will kind of come into my, into my heart, into my mind. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what, what, what my experience is, is, uh, Daniel usually. Um, like what, one of my questions is like, what's the point of this? Like, why would God speak to us like this? Like why, what do you think is his desired outcome? We're like, cause he doesn't have to speak to us, does he? So why would he bother? It's a great question, um, you know, and, and, and one that I think we really have to, 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 to hold at the center of what we're doing here is that God wants to, A, he wants to meet with us. Um, that's fundamental. You know, it's not, just about, it's not just about reading your Bible and praying to this God somewhere uh, and, and, and hoping that our life will be blessed or that actually he wants this interactive personal relationship with each of us and he wants to extend that to people that that you meet and that you encounter on your day-to-day -day basis 
you know, isn't that the purpose of the gospel? Isn't that the purpose of why Jesus came, that he would reconcile all of us and all things to himself? Um, and I saw, and I think that's like the pivotal thing is in all of this, it's not about like a performance or we're trying to, you know, be like these uber spiritual Christians and like have these like amazing words for people. It's like, actually, we just want to be like Christ uh, and we want people to experience Jesus um, in, in a natural way, like in, a, in, in, our, in our day-to-day interactions and we want people to know him. Um, and it's really about just love. It's about, it's about the love that people encounter through us. Um, you know, people should be experiencing God through our lives. Yeah. Um, and I know it's not often the case, uh, even myself, <laughs> but, but I mean, that's the goal, isn't it, uh, Dan? I don't know what, what's the why for you? Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's, um, for, I think for me, it's kind of like where the rubber meets the road when we, cause we talk about our, our, uh, the way, well, I, I can't, I, I'm struggling to say it without using the word relate, but the way that we relate to God is as a relationship. It's not like he's kind of this mighty aloof being who just kind of commands stuff and we need to get in line. It's like that we always talk about um, how how we're in a relationship with God and in any healthy relationship, there's a two-way flow of communication. Like if all I'm ever doing is talking at God, like that's fine. But at the end of the day, if there's going to be a healthy relationship, he's going to talk back to me. And I think that when we're talking about hearing from God, either for ourselves or for other people, I think the primary thing that he's looking to do is bless, is looking to um, speak to us um, and speak to us in the moment, but also speak to us about like stuff in the future as well. And I think that could be quite an interesting one. I'd love to hear your perspective on this, Ryan, like, because when we talk about prophecy and prophetic stuff, there's kind of like a, there's a sense to which it's kind of like maybe about stuff in the future. Um, and that's yeah. often the case. So, like, is this just like a Christian version of fortune telling? <laughs> that's a tough question because sometimes it does feel like it, like it is. You know, like you're giving these sort of words to people. Uh, you know, what what's the difference between us and a sort of palm reader? Um, and and I suppose the question is the desired outcome. You know, um, is that the outcome is that God takes us into a deeper walk and relationship with him. He's taking us on a journey. And so it's not about these sort of um, these like milestones that are, that we need to be aware of and and head towards. And actually he's, he's wanting us to go deeper with him. And I think the prophetic and prophesying and share and hearing from God does that. Um, And the real difference is that, that we, 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 we don't have to trust. We don't have to trust just the person that's giving the word to us. Am I right? I mean, there are ways that we can actually safeguard against that. I know we're going to chat about that later. Um, But ultimately, um, it's about our relationship with Jesus. It's about pushing us back to the word, pushing us back to, um, you know, the walks that we have with God, you know, our our discipleship, our community, the family of God, um, which is different from just, you know, kind of like fortune telling. yeah, so I, I I think it's different uh, because you've got the central pivotal relationship with Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it's really good, and it's interesting because because like the at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're we're getting a kind of heavenly insight into someone's life, and we're 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 speaking that message from God into someone's life, and 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 how that person receives it could be different. It could be as an encouragement of oh, that's exactly exactly what I was thinking. It could come as a challenge of kind of oh. I wasn't thinking of doing that. That's really surprised me. And um, it can land in, in different ways. Um, but from your perspective, 
you don't know. Like from your perspective, all you've got is you've got yeah. like a little picture in your head or a little sense in your heart, and you don't yeah. know if that thing is like if that thing is right, if you've got it right, or whether you just had a bad curry last night, or quite what's going on. <laughs> and so, like, can you tell us a story? I don't know if you've got any stories of like when you've shared a, a picture or a word or a prophetic something, an instinct with somebody, and that it's actually been bang on the money, and and maybe a time when you've shared something and they've gone, huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think there's lots in both. And I think that's the, that's the whole thing is that we're not perfect. We're kind of walking this out just step by step. And the whole thing is to experiment, you know, that we are in this kind of, um, you know, we, we're in this R&D phase, this research and development phase, like God is wanting to grow us. And so there's got to be an element of risk. Um, you, you know, I, are you guys with me? Yeah, we, 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 I mean, if we're going to do the stuff of the kingdom, it's going to be, it's not going to just be like sitting down and listening and there's going to have to be that doing. And so lots, and so I think we have to take the posture. Actually, we're all on a journey and, and actually when sharing these words, it's actually helpful to, to take some of the, that, to take that kind of posture. Actually, I'm learning from God. Do you mind if I share? You know, um, do you mind if I share this thing? Sometimes God speaks to me, um, and and give yourself permission to be really successful and also fail. Um, so yeah, I do have I do have some stories. I mean, you know, I don't I don't have lots of stories because you kind of give the word and then you're never thinking about it again. But I but I remember kind of prophesying into a specific um, situation with a lady that was uh, I kind of had a word of of knowledge, which is where God gives you like a picture of. Um, or some in indication of what's happening in someone's life that you didn't know before. So this lady was like working in an engineering company, and I had this thing about an engine, you know, someone working in an engineering company. And often God will use that just to like grab the attention of somebody. Um, and that, like I don't know you, and you had this information about me anyway. So the words that came afterwards, and sometimes this happens that you get kind of like a word after like a word of knowledge for this person and how God wants to like minister to them and, and, and kind of love on them. So there was a situation like that. And there was a situation at a work um, that, that, that I shared about and that kind of like really blessed her. And yeah. Um, then there was a, another sort of example um, of a friend who had like this really tricky business scenario that uh, business problem or challenge and um around some business contracts and like God giving me a picture of a way to structure those business contracts. Um, that was like really helpful for, to the situation actually, you know, helped him like get success with the other side in finalizing those contracts. And it wasn't just, you know, it was kind of something that was out of left field. So just the whole thing of, of that God can, God wants to speak to us in kind of every scenario, including where our work is, including, and kind of use the gifts of the Holy Spirit to to bring uh, kingdom into reality. Mm. And then, yeah, just other various um, words about uh, with friends of like transitioning either in ministry or work and where those things have happened afterwards, um, where they've transitioned out of uh, scenarios or into new scenarios and just yeah, a number of words like that. Do you have any examples, Daniel? I mean, you're asking, you're putting me on the spot here. I think it's your turn. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, so I was just thinking about, so one time, so I've been 
kind of doing prophetic stuff for a little while. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, one one time I remember particularly, and, and as you say, actually, Ryan, it's right. Most of the time you'll share a word with somebody, you'll share something that you think that God has said, and, and you'll kind of, the person will kind of go, okay, and then you'll just move on and you'll completely forget about it. But there's a few things that, a few times when, uh, when that'll really stick in your mind. And the one in particular for me was, I was at a big conference and there was a big, everyone was singing at the end. And I just felt like God kind of, I'd spotted a guy from across the room just sitting on his own. And I feel like God just kind of brought him to my attention. And I felt like, it, I felt like maybe God wanted to say something to him. I just kind of had that instinct. And, and I, just in my head, I just kind of just thought, I just felt the word kind of fatherhood just appear in my head, just like that. I didn't hear it, didn't see it, just like the word just kind of came to my subconscious. And I thought, that's very vague. Like, that's not much to go on. Um, but I felt like God said, I just want you to just go and say that word to that man. And so I went over to him and I started praying for him and, and I thought, oh, I've, got to, I've got to do this. This is like the vaguest thing ever. So I just leant over and I said, I don't know if this means anything to you. You know, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to do this better, but I just felt like God might want to say the word fatherhood to you. And the guy just like burst into tears, like streaming down his face. And this guy, this is a guy in like his mid 60s. So it's not like it was you're going to be a daddy because, you know, maybe kind of past that bit. Um, but it was just like tears streaming down the face and prayed for him. Clearly something was happening. And then I asked him afterwards, I said, you know, I don't I hope you don't mind my asking. Like, I'm, I'm trying to kind of learn about this. Like, you know, did, did that did that resonate with you? <laughs> Clearly something was happening. And he said that he had just that afternoon been in a, uh, a seminar about adopting kids. And he just felt like God had really convicted him that him and his wife need to go through the process to adopt some children. And he wow. was terrified by it and thought, you know, I, I've, I've done the whole kids thing. I can't do it again. Um, so if you want me to do this, I'm going to need a real clear confirmation. And so then some scrappy little short bloke came up behind him and whispered the word fatherhood in his ear. And he was like, well, there we go then. Um, so, yeah, That's amazing. it was just a real and, and I mean, what an honor as well, because I mean, I, that didn't that cost me very little. You know, the little bit of you know courage to go across the room and, and just kind of pray for that guy and speak that over him. And I just went about my business and that poor bloke had to go off and adopt a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> so he had to do all the hard work, but what a wonderful way to bless someone. Um, I think it's, I think it's worth mentioning as well, like <coughs> that it's okay to fail. Like, and I think that's why, you know, in our, in our interactions with, uh, with each other and with people perhaps that don't know about Jesus or not necessarily Christians that we posture it, that um, actually we are, trying to hear from God, you know, and, 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 and it's not perfect. And it gives us that kind of, it's okay to fail, you know, the, the permission. Yeah. Um, and so I've, I mean, I've messed it up lots of times, you know, we, we like try a, to have like a, a word of knowledge. Faces when you share something with them, they're like, yeah, exactly. Right. Even close. Or, or you, or, or you cross the chicken line and you share like a very specific word, like is your, is your middle, you know, is your name, is your middle name Daniel? <laughs> and people and people are like, no, it's no. not. Okay, well, we're just going to move on um, <laughs> from that. Um, or, or whatever it might be, a silly example, but there's just countless examples of that. For me, Daniel, I don't know if you've got any real yeah, just lots shockers. Of, lots of, I, t I tend to kind of wipe those from my memory because they're, I'm not, they're quite embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, lots of times when I've shared stuff and it just hasn't resonated with people and you go, okay. 
I tried, you know, and that's the attitude. The attitude is like, I'm not perfect at this. I'm just trying to serve people. Sometimes we're going to get it right. Sometimes we're going to get it wrong. And at the end of the day, it's not me doing it. I'm trying to make myself available. And so all we really need to, we need to be doing is making ourselves available. But I remember being I remember being taught this when I was a kid. So some of you will have heard before. I went to Christian Hogwarts as a kid where we learned how to hear from God and pray for healing um, at, in assemblies and stuff, which was great fun. Um, and so I can remember as like a five or six year old, there was a dude who came to our church whose name was Bryn Franklin. And he used to he used to do little workshops much like this one with us as kids. And he'd bring out a tray of stuff and there'd be loads of different items on the tray. And he would teach us how to how to hear from God. And he'd say, right, I want you to come up here. It's from the West Country. I want you to come up here and have a look at the tray. And, and, I, and God will identify one of those items for you. And then I want you to ask God in your heart, what does he want to say to you through that? And so the two things is I saw God said, I saw this and God said that. And honestly, that little process that he's taught me at the age of five, uh, I've done that every single time I've tried to hear from God ever since. Is literally, I saw this and I think God said that. Just simple as that. Really, really simple. Um, and so we're going to have a really quick go at this now. So what we're going to do is I'm going to pop you back in your breakout rooms and you're going to have two minutes um, to just identify some characteristics of a thing. So I'm going to give you in your groups a fruit and I want you to, to get a pen and paper and write down as many things as you possibly can about that piece of fruit in two minutes now there is no wrong answers here if you have a poor association with a with an orange and you have a story about when an orange offended you write it down we want to hear about it literally anything is on the table here anything at all we're just going to write down as many things as we can in two minutes so again if you're a Gloucester Vineyardy person and you're organized enough to have a pen and paper at hand congratulations you are the person who's leading your group uh, so I'm going to pop you back in your groups you're going to have two minutes I'm going to write you a fruit um, so actually no if you're in Jemima's group you are doing bananas and if you are in Jeremy and Helen's group you're doing oranges so that's all I want you to do two minutes observations go Uh, if you wouldn't mind, so let's see who is holding the notepad in Jemima's group. Becky, okay, over Hello. to you. Want to give us a like an absolute whistle stop tour of the things that you that you came across? Sure, um, they go mouldy. Um, Jemima, a banana or an orange? I can't remember. Huh? Is we have bananas. Banana? Bananas, very good. Okay. Um, Jemima accidentally had double bananas uh, this week, and it um, threw her off a little bit. Um, when they ripen, they ripen all the fruit around them, kind of like how, you know, Christians light, light of the world, blah, 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 blah. Oh, um, they make fantastic puddings, um, banoffee pie and uh, banana bread and such. Um, they're full of energy. Um, they make people think of monkeys. They're yellow or green, unless they're too ripe, in which case they're brown. Um, and they come with their own packaging. And if you're from like a country that, um, that grows bananas, often you'll um, open it from the little pointy bit rather than from the stalky bit, because I don't know, I guess it's more convenient. <laughs> That's what we Very good. Very good. I heard that rumour that people, apparently monkeys open it from the other way around. I think that that is not so true. That's a big I, Ooh, not true. I open it from the pointy bit because apparently you get less of the weird liney things. Also, you get a handle. But then you the, the tab. It's a tab. It's designed to anyway. Let's that's it's not holding. Who <laughs> holds the banana by the tab? That is just utterly <coughs> Anyway, thank you, Becky. That's wonderful. Okay, Jeremy and Helen's household, who's holding your notepad? 
Uh, give me a wave, whoever it was. Yep. Sorry. Go on then, Emily. Go for it. Okay. Um, so we had uh, lots of different things about what it physically looks like. Round, <laughs> it's orange. Um, it's dimpled. It's smooth. Um, we had kind of characteristics. It's juicy. It's uh, sweet and sour. It's healthy. It's full of vitamin C. Um, we liked all the things that it can make, like Jaffa cakes, marmalade, fruit salad, sorbet, chocolate orange, if there's anyone called Terry around. Uh, we've got a word for you. Um, full of seeds. Um, there's lots of different varieties of oranges. Um, it's got a thick skin. Um, it's delicious, yummy, uh, dimpled, healthy, breakfast, citric acid, and pith. That's Fantastic. A very, very comprehensive list. Well done. And so, I mean, the point of that was literally to say in two minutes, you guys have listed loads of different characteristics. You had loads of little stories that popped up there. And in my experience, what tends to happen is when you hear from God from, for something, something like an orange or a banana will catch your attention and it'll be chased really quickly with a with an observation of like, oh, do you remember that time when I ordered far too many bananas and then I had far too many bananas in the house? And you just won't be able to stop thinking about that. Or you'd be like, you know, do you remember that? Like, you know, when you squeeze an orange and you like gets in your eye, like, ah, the horrible, horrible orange juice thing. Like, and you won't be able to stop thinking about that. And you're like, why? Why is that the thing that I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about an orange? And oftentimes when we're looking to hear from God, it's actually starting to pay attention to those weird little associations of the thing that we're looking at. So some of us will experience hearing from God, like seeing a picture in your head. And you'd be thinking, why am I thinking about that picture? Like, why have I got that scene from that film? Why have I got that line from a song? Or it could be, why am I just noticing that clock across the room? And why am I particularly noticing that the Roman numerals are wrong? And like, there'll be something that catches your attention. And so often the art of hearing from God is the art of learning to pay attention, just as Ryan was saying earlier on. It's the art of learning to, um, to, to spot something and just and to go with the flow because your imagination will go for it. And to just go, why is my imagination going for that? And ask God, what are you trying to say through that? Now, wonderfully, um, the kids this week were supposed to be um, in their in kids church learning about how to catch from God, how to hear from God as well. So without uh, without previously coordinating, uh, Hannah and I were bang on parallel. We were going to be doing the same thing. So that was wonderful. Um, but one thing that we do when we teach our children how to hear from God is that we actually don't talk about hearing from God. What we talk about is chat and catch so we chat to God which is prayer and catch is just when we kind of catch something that God might be throwing at us because what we've observed is that 99% of the time if you say to children did you hear anything from God because children are brilliant they'll go well I'll listen and they won't physically hear anything coming in through their ears and so they'll say no I didn't hear anything but what we do when we teach our children is we teach them to catch stuff from God. So we teach them that you might catch a feeling in your tummy. You might catch a picture in your head. You might catch some words. Maybe you might catch a memory. And so then when you catch something from God, then the next question you ask is, well, God, what do you want to say to me through that thing that I've caught? And so, yeah. And uh, from lived experience, I can tell you this really, really works with kids. Honestly, we do this with our girls every now and again. And we'll be like, right, let's chat and catch. And the girls will be like, I've caught something from God. And I'm like, I haven't started. Like, how have you got something so quickly? And they'll usually share something that's just 
really, really insightful, really simple, but really true. Like Rosie on occasions has said some stuff, which is honestly like verbatim out of the Bible. And we've never read that bit of Bible with her. She just, she just learned, she just caught it and just said it because, and it's, um, it's utterly, utterly amazing. Um, but we're kind of running out of time a little bit here. Um, so Ryan, I just, before we do anything else, I just wanted to talk to you about safeguards, because at the end of the day, what we're doing here is if we want to share a word with somebody, if I was going to share a word with somebody here, what we're doing is we are kind of marching into someone's personal life, aren't we? So mm. there's quite a capacity here for us to, if we're not careful, actually really hurt people. So can you give Absolutely. us some kind of examples of how do we do this respectfully? How do we do this in a way which blesses people and doesn't hurt people? I think that's great, Daniel. And, it, and particularly if you are, you know, talking to people that perhaps haven't been to church before, um, don't know what it means to be a follower of Jesus, don't use the language that we as, you know, sort of churchgoers use, like, you know, prophecy. You know, <laughs> if you're asking on the street what prophecy is, I mean, no clue. Um, and so just use normal language, I would say. Um, try use language that you know the man in the street can relate to uh and then another thing is is actually to ask for permission um we take that for granted you know uh in this in in the in light of what we think is are this word from the lord that this person has to want to hear this um or you know must want must want to receive a word from god um is that we forget that actually people people might not want to uh, and so just asking permission, you know, so if I were to speak to somebody that I don't know, I would just ask, I would just simply say to them, explain, hi, I'm Ryan, you know, introduce yourself, um, always a good starting point. Um, I'm practicing and hearing from God and um, I've got, I've got a, I've got a word, or I've got a, something that I've, a message that I'd like to share with you. Do you mind if I share that with you? And, you know, 99% of the time they'll say, yes. I mean, who doesn't want to, you know, hear a word from God? So most of the time people say yes. Um, and then you've got somebody who's actually saying, I want this word. And you've got somebody who's inviting it now. And so when you share it, you just, you actually are not um, now having to deal with someone who's stressed or anxious about this, you know, weirdo that's that's come up to them and that's <laughs> wanting to share this word from God. Um some other safeguards or some rules just in terms of, of what we share is, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the old adage, no mates, dates, or babes. Okay, so uh, we want to we stay away from, from trying to share words about, you know, people coming together in relationships or splitting in relationships. <laughs> um, <laughs> we want to stay away from dates, you know, and this date, the following is going to happen. I mean, I think you've got to be quite advanced in terms of your experience and your, you know, and and your accuracy with words to give dates. So just stay away from that. Just causes confusion because if that doesn't happen, then you know, there's all sorts of questions about is God real or not. And then babes, obviously, you know, sharing about someone uh, either becoming pregnant or um, having ch- children. I would just stay away from those. Some other ones is just. Nothing around hatching, matching, and dispatching. That's another nice one um, to remember that. Um, I think the, the general principle, hatching, Daniel, is that... Matching is no babies. Matching is yeah, no relationships. Sorry. Dispatching is no death. So if your word yes. involves any of those three, just just don't... don't Stay away. No, no, no. Yeah, please. Um, 
I think the main the main sort of guiding principle is that you know don't say anything Jesus wouldn't have said and I mean that gives quite a lot of license because Jesus said some radical things to people <laughs> but but it was always in the it was always in the in, with the sort of heart of honor yeah um so he was if you've got something in your mind um that's that you think mm, I'm not sure whether this is really building or edifying or encouraging some mm-hmm. someone maybe it's something to pray for you know if you if you're seeing something uh, that's potentially like an issue or something that you that you feel really strongly about maybe it's for you to pray or maybe it's for you to befriend this person and in in the fullness of time that thing will come up um so i think it's yeah the main the overarching principle is honor dan um definitely yeah i agree i think yeah it's 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 worth just keeping in our minds the whole time that when we're not trying to posture ourselves as christian fortune tellers here we're just trying to bless people. We're trying yeah. to, you know, my our old pastors used to say, we're mining for gold, we're not digging for dirt. And so yeah. you know, it's just, it doesn't edify people and build people up to be sharing negative stuff. So at the end of the day, especially for us, if we're beginners, um, it's worth just asking God how he would encourage that person. And it may not seem like much to us. I know that there, there can be a temptation to want to, to do the, you will get married in six years and have four children and just think that just that doesn't bless people. You know, what, what, <laughs> what we want to do in that moment is to just build people up, tell them, let them know that God has noticed them and loves them and wants to communicate that love to them. Um, so, yes, very good. So what we're going to do with the time that we have left is we are going to give you guys an opportunity to have a go if you'd like to. So in a minute, we're going to pop back into our breakout rooms. And what we're going to do is we're just going to have an opportunity to just open the floor and say, um, I think that I might have a word for this person. So again, what we're going to do is, is just, there'll be a time of, of just silence, maybe 30 seconds to a minute and, and do pray with your eyes open because at the end of the day, God wants to speak to us through our eyes as well. So what will probably happen is if you want to give this a try, you'll notice somebody in the group will stand out to you and you'll think, oh, that's the person I think God might want to speak to. And then once you feel like you know who it might be for, then you can start to look around the room, look around the Zoom call, see if there's any objects that really stick out to you. And then again, it's starting to pay attention to what feelings start to go on in your heart, what memories are being evoked. And then it's just following that, letting God take control of your imagination and, and asking God, what do you want to say to this person? through that thing um so it's remembering to be humble at all times we know we say i i think i saw this i may have i kind of felt this i remembered this i think god might be trying to say not this is what god is saying it's i think god might be trying to say this asking the person does that make sense to you that's a perfectly good question to ask and remembering just to be humble all the time and saying i'm still learning how to do this um and and also just kind of saying to a person as well like you your job now is to take that away and pray about it. And if it if it's rubbish, then just forget it. But if it's something, then I'd love to pray for you. Um, and uh, yeah, the only other thing to say, mention, uh, Ryan mentioned it earlier on, is that probably the most fundamental principle in this is crossing the chicken line. Um, and crossing the chicken line is when you think you know something, you think you've got who it's for, and you just feel like I can't do it. I can't, I can't even start. I don't have the whole thing. I don't know what to say. They might think I'm an idiot. And honestly, the amount of times when I feel like God's told me half of what he wants to say to somebody and I can't, I can't hear the other half. 
it, it the second half comes on the other half of the on the other side of the chicken line the second half comes after i've gone and said jemima i think i have a word for you i was just thinking about this and as i'm saying that honestly the rest of it just flows it's just uh, that's been my experience i know that's been ryan's experience as well so it's that tiny tiny little step of courage that tiny tiny little step of faith um so in a minute we are going to open up the breakout rooms and those of you who feel brave enough to do that we're going to give it five or six minutes to give it a go um but before we do ryan and i thought it would be fun um to to do some prophetic stuff right now from from ryan and i so um i'm just going to go into gallery view so i can see all y'alls um does anybody would anyone like to receive a prophetic word from god this morning anybody like to hear from god uh, for anything at all you're very welcome to otherwise we'll pick on someone but if anyone would like I actually had a, um, I just had a, Dan, just in worship, I just had a sense <laughs> that there was maybe someone who's kind of changed direction recently, maybe a new job, a new post somewhere, promotion, or maybe a relocation. So I don't know if there's anybody in the group that's, that is that. And so, so this is what happens sometimes is like God will, God will share something um, to highlight someone. Yeah. Um, so I just paying attention to those things. Becky, you put up your hand. Was there anybody else? Awesome. Thanks, Becky. I'm um, so from Birmingham to here. Yeah, absolutely. So I just, um, Becky, the, the picture that I had was, um, uh, you know, in, in sailing, there's like if you if you picture a sailboat for a sailboat to go from A to B. And um, the sailboat's got to got to do something that's called tacking. Um, so it's like, I don't know if you've heard of that concept before. Anyway, so I get the sense that, um, well, well, tacking is basically you heading in the opposite direction to the way that you're going, to the way that you want to go uh, to get to the ultimate destination. So they'll go in like a zigzag um, pattern. I just get like a sense that um, God is... To, you feel like he's taking you on the opposite in the opposite direction to where you feel you want to go. But I feel like ultimately the destination that God's got for you is the, or the direction that you're heading in now is actually the right direction. Um, so just get the sense of like the father's love and just confirmation over you that actually you're heading in the right direction, that he's with you, um, that he loves you. Um, and he wants you to know that actually he's with, he's got his hand on the, he's got his hand on the rudder. Um, so I don't know if that makes sense to you, if that resonates with your heart or, you know, kind of like makes sense in your day to day. Yeah, it does. I mean, um, like I remember being told back a couple of years ago about how, you know, if there was like a storm and you had to like try and sail in one direction, you'd have to go opposite and then just be pushed in that direction ultimately. And Yes, thank you. That really does make sense. And that really does mean a lot. I was starting to worry that I was doing the wrong thing. But thank you. Awesome. Isn't that wonderful? Thanks, Becky. Like such a such a simple thing for Ryan to, to kind of share with Becky, but it's just really encouraged her in the in the here and now. Um so so for me, as I've just been praying as we've been sat here, uh Phil Curzon, you just I couldn't stop looking at you and it's partially because you're so handsome but it's also just I think God might want to speak to you <laughs> and I've got on my desk here I got this little this little thing so just to be clear at this stage I don't actually know where this is going like I, I, I honestly like I 
I know that this this is somehow going to speak to Phil, I think, maybe. Um, so, Phil, I'm still learning how to do this, and I don't really know where this is going to go. But there, here we have a little a little jug with a single little you know gel pen in it. And what's saying to what's occurring to me as I'm saying this is that this is this is part of a larger set of pens, and but none of them are present here. We've just got the one, and it's just sat in this pot. And and I'm I'm wondering whether so like I'm just within me I'm feeling like if that was me I would feel a bit isolated a little bit on my own like I'm kind of uh, that that I'm not I'm not with my other pens um, but the other the other way that I'm just kind of thinking about you know there's two different perspectives to that you can either see that as I'm all alone there's no one here beside me or you could see as I've actually been placed here you know and and it's kind of a different perspective of like I I am placed here for a purpose I come from a family and I've been put here in this place for a purpose and I feel like that, that might be you and that there might be times when you maybe feel a little bit like you're kind of the odd one out or the only one there but actually God's saying well no I've, I've sent you from a family that you you absolutely do belong and that you're where you are for a reason does that does that make any sense to you whatsoever? Because I honestly had no idea where that was going when I started talking. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, um, from a work perspective, uh, I'm, I'm the only one in the UK. Everybody else is eight thousand miles away. Oh wow! And yeah, I, I do feel eight thousand. All right, I don't know. They're all in Korea, uh, so yeah, I do feel alone a lot, having no colleagues other than kind of disembodied voices over Zoom. Um, so, yeah, that, that does resonate. Thank you. Well, yeah, I felt like God wanted to Amazing. say he loves you and he sees you and he's put you there for a reason. And, yeah, marvellous. Okay, so, guys, let's give this a go, shall we? What we're going to do is we're going to pop you in your in your groups. And, again, this is for the, those of you who feel confident enough to give this a go. If you don't want to do it, you can just sit back and watch. Um, but let's remember to be humble. Let's remember to we're mining for gold, not digging for dirt. We're going to do this for maybe three or four minutes, and then we'll come back again. So uh, don't be hesitant, because we haven't got much time. Um, so on your marks, get set, have fun. Here we go. Uh, lovely to see you all. Um, I hope you all had a really good time. Um, I'd love to hear some stories about um what <laughs> how you guys got on in your groups but i'm also aware that we've kept you for longer than we said we would um so just just to kind of wrap up ryan is there like one final thing you wanted to say like about kind of who who gets to do this like um absolutely yeah you know i think it's like i mentioned before just having a, a, a real relationship with jesus that it's not it's not um not something that you have to be a deeply spiritual person or you have to spend an hour uh, with God every day to hear from God. Although that, all those things help. Um, you know, the, the life of Jesus was—he was fully man, and he—he—he he, he made a beautiful model where he just, you know, his words were, "I only do what I see the Father doing." And so we get into the practice of actually, like, where do we see the Father today? And I think that's that—that's the whole thing that we—that we, um, do you know, we have this belief: we are His sons and daughters. Um, we're filled with the Holy Spirit, and now we get to go do the things um, every day, not just on Sunday, but every day. And so um, that we that we start putting this into our lives in a practical way, just in your work, um, in your friendships, uh, in the people that you meet in the park. Like just 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 practice, practice, practice. Just get get over that chicken line and and be excited for what God's going to do in your life. I just want to encourage you, like. Let's let's start sharing the stories of what God has done 
um, through us in just our ordinary interactions. Um, let's start sharing it in our home groups, start sharing it in our, um, when we see each other again, because, um, yeah, we need to encourage that actually this is normal life. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah, I think I just want to encourage all of us as we're thinking about this to just kind of expand our imagination of how we how we walk out this gift that that we what we've kind of modelled here today is um, I think I've got a word for you. We're in a kind of church context and we can speak to our brothers and sisters and say, like, I think God said this, blah, blah, blah. But I really, really strongly feel like this is for our workplaces. This is for the school playground. Um, this is meant to inform how we pray for people as well. Like that when we hear from God for another person, it's not just so that we can package it up and give it to someone as a prophetic word. Sometimes it just needs to inform our private prayer life. Sometimes the correct response is to literally just say, well, I, th- I feel like God said this um for sarah and so i'm just going to pray for her and she never needs to know that i'm doing that but also it can inform the way that we talk to our colleagues you know if we feel like god's spoken to us about about our colleague and and what they're going through or maybe something that god wants to move them into like we can just let that be like seasoning in our conversation and like sometimes it's appropriate for us to say sorry this might be a bit weird but i feel like god wants to say something to you that's brilliant and if, if that's what god wants you to do with that go for it and tell us how you get on. Um, but sometimes it's just meant to season our conversation and help us to be a blessing to people. Um, so I hope I hope that's all made sense to you guys. I hope you've had fun this morning um, and I hope you have lots of opportunities to practice this during the week. Okay, that's all for this week. I hope that blessed you. If you've enjoyed this week's podcast, then please do share it with a friend. If you'd like to keep up to date with the podcast, consider subscribing. Also, if you'd like to get involved with what we're doing here in Gloucester, then all the details can be found on our website at gloucestervineyard.org. made a beautiful silver side roast beef last night for oh, i never i mean oh. there's a chicken in our fridge